This episode of Molly's Minutes is sponsored by Depop. Depop is the community marketplace app where creatives come to buy, sell, and discover the most unique items from around the world. For many of us, including myself, fashion is a form of expression, a way to tell a story of who we are, how we're feeling, and what we stand for. Whether you want to shock, inspire, rebel, or just experiment, Depop gives you the space to do just that without breaking the bank or the planet. Download the app for iOS and Android now, or head to depop.com to get started. Do you do many in- interviews? You're probably always on the other side. I'm so. always on the other side. Yeah. yeah, I've probably done four. I did. I've done a couple of like grad ones. Yeah. That like, th- that they just want information more. So it's not really like a chat. Yeah. There's a sold out one with Shane mm. before, and then before that was like, well maybe one or two before. That. No, I think not. It's you. I'm always on the other side. <laughs> always, yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, would you like to start? Let's go. Okay, let's go. Okay, do you want to introduce yourself? Oh, first of all, hi guys. <laughs> Hello everyone. Um, do you want to introduce yourself to tell us sure. why you're here? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> no pressure. Why are you here? Why am I here? Um, my name is Eric Davidson and I am the editor and founder of District Magazine. Founder? And what age are you? 27. It's just pretty insane because it's not every day you see an editor and founder of a magazine that's doing so well Thank and you. that is so stunningly produced that's 27 like it's just it's absolutely mad so sh- you should really congratulate yourself thanks that was that from the back <laughs> <laughs> so how did you kind of get to that position did you what did you do in college um i did english and philosophy in college but i was uh, doing uh, club nights um with craig Connolly, who uh, co-owns district with myself okay um so we were doing. I used to really badly DJ at his nights, and then I'd be like pest. I'd be like pest. No, I'd go to his nights, and then I'd be like pestering him to, like you know, oh can I do more? Can I you know whatever? Can I? While he was at the door, probably like absolutely off my face, going up and annoying the hell out of him while he was stone cold sober. But uh, and then uh, yeah, so then I end up like terribly mixing hip hop tunes at his nights, and then um, we decided to start a night called Bruce Willis. And this is all while I was in college doing English um, and philosophy, mostly English, so it was, it was a major in English. Um, and yeah, so then I, we had planned to do a magazine called Pale Magazine while I was in college. Um, or maybe it was just after I left, I can't really remember, because uh, it was like the Pale, Dublin, mm. or whatever. So, and then we were thinking like, that's just like it's a very West Brit name, so we're like, we probably shouldn't name it that. And then like we had this huge meeting with loads of people that were going to be involved. And then it just like totally fizzled out. And then like I stopped doing the club nights because I was failing all my classes. <laughs> so it was Wednesday night and I'd fail all my Thursday classes because of it. So yeah. Um. And then yeah. So then when I, uh, when I left college, I joined. I was really lucky. I got into Be Creative Media Group, which is like this small, um, this small company that does like magazines for the Independent and the Herald and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. they like published magazines like it could be anything from like, you know. Fairy House race course to like Vodafone Center Stage or whatever. So I ended up doing loads of interviews for that company, for like really random stuff. So I was like cutting my teeth doing interviews with like, like random, the most random people. But it kind of made me like I was kind of like sharpening my tools a little bit doing yeah. that. Like I was interviewing people I didn't necessarily want to interview. So I was trying to find interesting things about people that a lot of the time weren't really that interesting. So that was kind of like you know. Um, so then I started District while I was in there as like a blog and then linked back up with Craig uh, eventually because uh, we kind of 
to get we were talking about it and we we're like this needs to either we need to do this properly or or it's not gonna work can't do it half ass you know so yeah. we we're like i'm gonna so i did it for like six months and then after about six months we got one ad but from Jägermeister and I was like that's it I'm gonna be a fucking millionaire <laughs> so I quit my job and like went full force in and then realised so quickly that it's not that easy at all and like yes but like I mean obviously like it's been probably three or four years now full time three not probably three years of full time and it's been great you know so did like, you think that would happen so well, quickly I, I did when I left and then after the first like few months I was like oh shit <laughs> but I like, know we just literally just had to like work really really hard and like do a lot of side hustles and like you know we you know uh, Craig and Sam were running Hangar at the time so like they were, they were running the bookings for that so like we were able to like offset anything that was lost in district with that it was really like we were just in a very music driven office and it wasn't all district and now obviously Hangar's demolished but so now district is like our like main income which is yeah. amazing which is something I never would have thought you know well I, I did think about you know it was more of a dream than a yeah yeah hundred percent. Then this is going to happen. Yeah 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 exactly. There's no guarantees, and there's still no guarantees. Like you know, it's the most like crazy thing to be involved in. That like you know, there's no stability, but it's really fun. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And like, who needs stability when you have the money? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> um, but I was yeah, it was interesting that you were saying that you kind of were failing a bit in college and then mm. you start trying to start that pale magazine, mm. and then that kind of went out the window. Do you think that? discouraged you for a few years or did um, it make you want to work harder so like I, I was I was always pretty good in school to be honest like and it was just I, 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 I just never applied myself I was like really bad for that like you know I was like got like 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 less than 100 points in the mocks and then like did alright in the leaving search you know so I was just like I always need that like oh shit yeah. <laughs> like that kick up the arse you know it's like even with the with district like when it's like at the beginning when it was really tough and when things like go really badly, that's the things that really like you go, oh shit! I feel a little radish. I was like, hard times actually do make you a little bit stronger, which is mm. like a really cheesy thing to say, but like you know, it's like I think it's like that is I think that does actually apply. Um, I don't know if the, if the, like I I had to do an extra semester because of all the club night stuff, and that was it. That's not that bad. Like I mean, like I could have been there for longer. I was there for like an extra three months, so mm. it was fine. Like it didn't really affect me, like mental health wise or anything like that, that badly because I knew I was like nearly getting out of it. Mm. And then I was really lucky to get the job straight away. I think if I hadn't got the job straight away in journalism, um, which is obviously such a difficult industry to try and get a job in, I would have been really discouraged. But the fact that I had done uh, work experience there in that company before, so it was really nice to be at, like they were like really welcoming and like really helpful and stuff. And yeah, so I think I w- I was very close to being in a position where I could have been really badly discouraged from going down a route that's like so unstable and so like and there's a lot of unknowns in it but I was just lucky that I that things sort of fell into place quite early on you know I wouldn't say you're lucky you obviously work really hard and you have really good ideas but um it's just interesting to me as well because you know it's just school like people always talk about like how many points you're gonna Mm. get or like oh they were really good in college it's really Mm. weird and now they've gone off and they're not really doing anything Mm. or it just shows you if you're passionate about something it doesn't matter what you're doing you're you're just you're going to be successful at something Mm -hmm. if you've like that passion there yeah so what was the kind of aim with district did you feel like there was something missing from that kind of scene um, to give people a platform, or? yeah, like I mean, I did. Like I, I was, I was reading. Like obviously, like Hot Press had been around for years, and it was focused on its type of music. And like I didn't see any other. Like I was, always, I always read Totally Dublin. I always think they they did a lot of good articles, but it wasn't all focused on what I liked. 
which is obviously like you know at that stage I didn't know if there was a lot of people who were into everything I liked um, so I didn't really see a gap I just literally started something that was stuff that I liked and it just so happened that there was a lot of people that were into the stuff I liked you know yeah. that kind of way so I didn't really see a gap because I didn't like I just thought people were content with where they are but like now I think a lot of people do say that to us it's like you know there, oh, there wasn't really anything like that before um, well at the time there was in the past but like things qu- came and go so quickly you know so um, yeah it wasn't like I, we saw like a niche I think and we sort of tried to fill it I think it's just it was it was massively like this is everything we love about Irish culture and we want to like lift it up well what we were saying before when we were having coffee is you can feel such an electricity and a change happening mm-hmm. in Ireland at the moment and there is I think District is one of the very few if not one of the only platforms that actually gives growing artists mm-hmm. some either constructive criticism or some um, promotion because mm-hmm. it's really hard in Ireland and that's why I mean people complain about people moving to London or New York or um, Amsterdam as you were saying but what are you supposed to do when like you, no one is spotlighting mm-hmm. your work mm-hmm. there's no infrastructure here for independent artists like, yeah there's, there still isn't I think it's like you have to really grind it out like like you look at like say like Kojak selling at the academy uh, like that was all done independent you know you look at you know um I don't know, like say, like like Mazer setting up Atelier Mazer. You know, there's uh, all these people are like setting up things. They're all seen as these like huge things now. But like, there's no, there was no infrastructure supporting them really. You know, maybe a couple of arts council grants, but there's everything that was done on it was done on pure like grit and hustle. I think. You know, yeah. I think that that's like a really good thing about Irish creative people is that they do tend to have that grit and hustle because you know they have to. There's not there's nothing sort of given to them. Mm. You know, which is which is like. But again, it's saying that there should be better infrastructure. Yeah. <laughs> there definitely should be. And people shouldn't need to go to London to to To, to be, be a smaller fish in a bigger pond. Absolutely, Whereas yeah. like if there was infrastructure he- here, mm-hmm. you know, you'd be kind of everyone's a big fish and the community yeah. seems to be, especially in music in Ireland and especially in the kind of genres that you work with, mm-hmm. everyone seems to be really supportive of each other. Mm-hmm. So if there was that combined with actual you know support government um, support government like, yeah. yeah then you it would be it is thriving already but mm-hmm. it would be really thriving and people would actually mm-hmm. not have to have part-time jobs maybe as yeah. much and you know pay rent astronomical yeah. rents yeah, in yeah. dublin That's another conversation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um what would you say that your greatest achievements have been so far with district i'd say there's so many but if you had to narrow it down um it's really hard that we like we we at the beginning we wanted we really tried to have like step back moments with having craig always talked about that saying like okay you know if you're at a gig and it's sold out and there's like you know x-men people at it and you're like oh my god this is crazy like that we've gotten this many people to come to a launch of a magazine like this i think every every year is is we just try to beat ourselves a little bit so like the greatest achievement like was issue one being launched in nowhere and there were 70 people there and like Craig had to go over and ha- have a point in the pub across the road because he couldn't get back into it because it was so full you know like that sort of That's thing amazing. that was really nice you yeah. know not for him <laughs> but, like, but in, you know for like you know as a, as a story goes that's a really nice thing and like you know that was really nice saying my mom and dad were at that and they're like they didn't know idea they're like Jesus Christ he just quit his job to do this fucking thing like what is he doing and then like they're at that and they're like oh my god who are all these people these aren't just his friends coming to support him like you know that was really nice and yeah. that was issue one back in 
November 2016. So like that was a really nice moment. And then like more like all the way up to like now, like like I was saying to you earlier on, we're doing that documentary with Collective Dublin. Um, that's going to be, I actually can't talk about it, but <laughs> it's like an hour long documentary that's coming out on like a really big platform um, in March. Uh, and it's about like the history of Irish hip hop and like our aim was to do like a feature length and we've been wanting to do that specific documentary for a long time. So like that's another, you know, that's moving incredible. into different types of media is amazing. You know, that's that's our aim is to like not just be pigeonholed and like not just to stick with, with print and not just to stick with online and like, but not to leave those in the past either. Like, you know, to keep all the things going. Um, sometimes it can get a bit too stretched. <laughs> very small team. But yeah, no, it's... it's is it, that like, the main aim kind of for 2019, 2020 to kind of reach out into different types of media? Yeah, I think it's like we're going to be probably like rename everything just under the name like district. Like, so it won't be district magazine anymore. It'll just be district and it'll be like district media basically. Like, so mm. we do like magazines for... for uh, for different companies at the moment like sort of white label ma- magazines that we cr- create create, design publish and then it's theirs and they just pay us to do that for them um, which is amazing because like you know people are into print now like it's, I was saying about, about records you know it's like it's now a thing where like companies want to have a cool magazine associated with them and it's not necessarily like, so it's just like a little district logo on the back and like that's us we just do that for them so that's what we want to do we want to move into like publishing of all kind and yeah. then multimedia as well like doing more podcasts and doing more video like mini documentaries all the way up to feature length documentaries Mm. like that's the plan and is the plan to stay in ireland or yeah okay base ourselves here okay unreal yeah so it's like base ourselves here and like have a guide in maybe i don't know how long this will take but like the plan is to have a guide in different cities all over the world okay and then base ourselves here and then issue the issue, the biannual issue, so issue six is coming out in May, that to be distributed all over the world. So it's because it's not, there's no like chef, it's not an Irish magazine, that one, like the guide is very specifically to yeah. Dublin, but to have a guide in different cities, have that and then like have the video content to be very much in, like to be, you're able to, you'd be able to engage with it no matter where you are in the world. Yeah. So it's like a, a global thing, but based in Ireland. Yeah. yeah. With an Irish accent. I, think. I, I love how on your website, I was just on your website this morning mm-hmm. and you kind of have a weekend guide. Yeah. I love that in Dublin because sometimes it can be really difficult to, like, if like say on payday, you're like, oh, what do I do? Yeah, yeah. And sometimes if you're just like scrolling through, say Facebook, mm. it's, it's really hard to find a cool event that's going on or exhibitions. You kind of have to be, it's kind of like your Instagram algorithm has to be yeah. attuned to that See, to that's find it. out. Mine is, that's why it's able, yeah. we're able to find all these. It's and like, I yeah. love that idea. Yeah. Like if you're listening and it's like, near the weekend or if it's not I don't know why I said that comes every Tuesday yeah Yeah. just go on and have a look at what's going on in Dublin because obviously there's there's I mean like the Irish Times posted on like what's on this weekend Mm. but it's not it's not really relevant Mm. to anyone our age or maybe into I don't know certain music Mm. or and I just find that amazing and that's one of the things like I just I just love that this is happening in Ireland I think that you guys are responsible for so much of the change and the buzz that's going around because everything cool that you see is happening is like it has your name somewhere in the mix like I don't know everyone (laughs) no well like I don't know or you're like supporting it or you know it's, it's just incredible to see for a group of guys that are so young and it's it's really nice for young artists to see would you have any advice for 
young artists of well kind of like you work with all media don't yeah, you yeah so we we cover pretty much every type of like we've got a really sharp focus on hip-hop on the site yeah so the site is very hip-hop focused the the guide is very broad in terms of all different disciplines of art and then like the issue is like just our our favorite artists of the yeah. year, mostly music, but like of the of of all different genres, um, I get, I do get asked that, and like mo- it's mostly related to hip hop. You know, it was like what would you what advice would you give for like submitting music and all that sort of stuff. So it's a tricky question, but I think like, I think it's like not resting on on your laurels is like super important. I think like a lot of artists publish something really good and they're like get a lot of praise for it and they go okay cool that's deadly I can I like tell my mates that I did this and like it looks really good and I can sort of get a few gigs off it but I think it's like if you are really serious about it you need to it needs to be a constant thing I think like you know everything else needs to be sacrificed you know you have to stop like like when you finish work you have to come home and do that yeah just that if you you know on the weekend you know before you go out for points on a a Saturday do that the whole day and like Sunday if you're hungover, wake up a little bit late, but do that that evening. Like prep yourself. I think that like it needs to. All the gaps need to be filled, and sometimes that takes a toll on like, you know, relationships and social life. It definitely does. So you need to be prepared for that as well. I think that that's the thing. But you need to be like wholeheartedly in it. Like you need to be constantly, constantly involved in it to the point where you then make it, and it, and it becomes a lot easier. But at yeah. the beginning, it needs to be like regimented like constant 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 I think that's such a big thing in Ireland as well because it's so small that like sometimes people will release one thing and it'll do really well this goes across every kind of aspect of art Mm -hmm. and they'll like people will like say follow them or something and then they just don't really do anything for Mm -hmm. a while or yeah they kind of rest on that Mm -hmm. Um, and it's not even their fault it's like people still go and see them but like if you want to be an artist like mm-hmm. a success, successful artist and you don't just want like praise yeah. it's important not to just say okay that's me done because yeah. there's no longevity in that yeah like and life does get in the way like 100% mm. I think you just like you have to sort of think to yourself like okay do I really want to do this forever and that's like a, the artist existential crisis that happens to everybody like you know yeah. and then you have imposter syndrome kicking in and like you know like oh my God, everyone I has had that. imposter syndrome on my notes for you because you're yeah. so young <laughs> <laughs> everyone gets it like yeah. it's literally like not unless you're like fucking prince you know like <laughs> you know it's like that's everybody gets it you know yeah. what I mean and I think like you just have to power through all that sort of stuff and like when things are like really, really shit and like shit's hitting the fan and like, oh my God, this I'm not gonna be, and you just have to power through because it will, it, it will work out if you really keep at it, I think. Yeah. Um, do you yeah. ever feel that in kind of imposter syndrome yeah. with what you do? Because you're, you're like managing so many kind of micro projects all mm. at the same time, like you're overseeing so much and mm. at the same time you're, you're probably still like growing as a human. Yeah, you're yeah. probably like, what the fuck is going on yeah, sometimes? Absolutely. Like when we were in London, we were launching the London Mag. We were launching issue five in London uh, and we had like 9A Collective playing at it and it was in like Night Tales in Hackney, which is like a really cool venue. And I was like, oh my God, no one's going to show up to this. Like, cause no one gives a shit about us in London. And like, we like, people, like loads of people showed up and it was deadly and like, it, it was really fun. But like, you have that thing, it's like, Oh, we're just this little Irish magazine coming over to London, you know what I mean? But like that is like in your head, you you have this like small fish yeah. mentality straight away just because you're on a plane for an hour. Like, fuck that. 
you know yeah so yeah you get it all the time it doesn't stop it's probably some like English impression coming through yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> subconsciously so, yeah colonial <laughs> yeah but yeah no I just find with myself anyway I I get so much like I'm only starting off obviously mm. doing my little thing but um I get such bad imposter syndrome I'm like I'm not even that social like why do <laughs> I think I can talk to people for this long mm. um and yeah using up all your social abilities yeah oh my god yeah yeah. and the thing that you said about you know coming home from work and doing everything in the evening I mean people probably think I'm an asshole like I don't I don't do anything anymore um I don't know if that's healthy but I want this so bad you know what I mean I just like I want to be, as I said, the female Louis Theroux. So <laughs> this is how I'm planning to get there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it, I love hearing someone kind of address that because mm. you see people doing really well and they're all at all these different like events, like Irish events, uh, or I don't know, you know, mm. just like out all the time. And you're like, wait, am I just like really like stressy? Can I just like not handle this? Mm. Then you're like, no, don't forget, you're putting your all into this. Like, mm. this is like... Also, that- fuck pure events. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So shite. Oh, my God. I've said that like three times in my podcast. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm not going to be invited to anything. Matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Okay, well, we'll finish up there. Thank cool. you so much for um, coming Absolutely, out yeah. here to me. I was about to fully say my address there. <laughs> and I was like, no, not good idea. <laughs> and I can see you just doing big things for Ireland. And Thank you. Um, I'm very proud that you're Irish and you're from Dublin <laughs> and of what you're doing. Thanks for so having me. thank you for coming. And guys, please subscribe and rate this and like it and whatever you can because it really helps me out and it's good for the ego. So <laughs> thank you so much to Depop for sponsoring this podcast. And remember, download the app on iOS or Android or head to depop.com to get started.